Hey there, fabulous educators. You're listening to the Letters in Inkabong podcast with me, Lucy Gonzalez. This is a podcast for teachers where I dish out equal parts inspiration and encouragement as we dive into all things English instruction, teacher tech, and digital pedagogy. I'm so excited you're here. Let's transform classroom instruction for the digital age together. Hey, hey, everybody. My name is Lucy, and thank you for tuning in to the Letters and in Ink blog podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Um, I wanted to, in this first episode, take a moment and just sort of tell you guys kind of what made me want to start a podcast on um, in this education space and sort of where I see it going and what I'd hope to accomplish. So, you know, I've wanted to start a podcast for a while and a blog. Um, I've been an English teacher eighth grade through 12th grade for the last seven years, and I love it. Teaching is my passion. It is what I get up every morning and get excited about for, and I just, I can't imagine what my life would be if I wasn't teaching. Um, I currently teach 12th grade at a Title I high school in Massachusetts, and I love it. It's so much fun. But (laughs) um, the pandemic really threw me off, like really threw me off, as it did, I think, probably 90% of us. If it didn't throw you off, then I think I'm not sure. I'm not sure what what is going on, um, but maybe you have bigger problems than the pandemic. So, when the pandemic started and we shut down schools last March, my kids they didn't have computers, let alone Wi-Fi access. They don't have a lot of them stable home lives and situations, and so to ask them to come to school virtually every day was simply not an option, and. This was really unfortunate for them, of course, because it means that they missed out on a ton of instruction. It also was kind of sucky for us teachers because we didn't get a chance to practice what teaching would be like remotely and how to adapt our teaching practices. So when we came back in September, it was completely overwhelming for me. Um you know, I tend to be a really upbeat, positive person, but I was so stressed out. I was close to tears every second of the day, and I was a mess. I was a mess. And it really, I was living in this place of, let me just get through today. Let me just get through today. Let me just get through tomorrow and the next day until it's Friday. And I was constantly just, you know, behind on lesson plans. And so I was really just taking the things that I did on paper with kids and putting them online. And kids were overwhelmed. They were disengaged. 
I was not enjoying myself. They were not enjoying themselves. And it, it wasn't great. I didn't feel good about what I was doing, but I didn't feel empowered to change anything. I was just really thinking about how this is not teaching. Like I didn't, I really didn't feel like I was doing my job. Um, and then I started to think about it. I was like, I could live in this place of frustration and depression and really just wishing that things were back to normal, but that's not reality right now. I need to think of the positives that can come out of this situation. As as sad as that is and as hard as that is to do when, you know, we're living in a pandemic world, but I needed to find joy in my in my career again. I mean, plain and simple. I was dreading going to work every day and that is not why I became a teacher. Um so I started reading some books and I started looking at some different blogs and places online because I wasn't getting a lot of positive colleague interaction where I was at and in the Facebook groups that I was in you know a lot of people were living in this place of wow students are lazy and students aren't doing this and this is not teaching and blah 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 and it's okay like to vent and to feel like bad but for me it became a toxic place to be in and I didn't want to live in that place anymore so I started seeking out other things and I um, realized that the pandemic, the best thing that the pandemic has done for us is to, number one, highlight the inequities in the education system because there were schools in Massachusetts, in Boston, which is, you know, an hour away from me, that almost went on business as usual. You know, because every kid had a computer. Every kid had parents at home who were also quarantining, who could make sure they got online every day. You know, my kids were all working because they're essential workers, you know, and it just was crazy to me, like the difference in that situation with just an hour's, you know, an hour apart. But not only that, education itself the whole system is completely archaic. You know, it was designed to create factory workers. It was not designed to create critical thinking, creative, and problem-solving human beings. And we as teachers have tried (laughs) as much as we can to change that in our own classrooms, But the fact of the matter is that the systems in place really don't support that. You know, having English class for 45 minutes or 55 minutes a day and then going to science and then going to math and then, you know, lunch and whatever, like sitting in a desk and memorizing information to take a quiz and, you know, all these practices, grades and, um, you know, everyone learning the same things and reading the same books. Like, this stuff is not serving our students. 
It never was. And the best thing the pandemic has done for me was helping me realize that I can use this to my advantage. I can use the technology that kids have been given. I can use this weird space where kids don't necessarily have to sit in front of me for an hour every day. I can use that to my advantage and really make education meaningful again for each student, for kids who love Hamlet and kids who hate Hamlet, kids who plan on, you know, growing up and doing something with reading and writing or kids who plan on, you know, going to MIT. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever they want to do. For kids who want to work at McDonald's to kids who <laughs> who are planning on starting their own car detailing business. Um, you know, like I really wanted to make education, my my education, my classroom systems work for them. So I wanted to create a new space to allow people to discuss and throw ideas around about how we can transform education for this new digital age in a safe place where people, it's okay to be excited about your classroom and it's okay to be excited about education, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic and teaching does not look anything like what it looked like last year. And I just hope that we can all learn from each other. You know, by no means am I an expert. I'm flying by the seat of my pants as much as anyone else. I definitely am a fan of research-based strategies, but I also think at this point, you know, a lot of this is uncharted territory. And we're all trying out new things and experimenting. We are having successes and we are seeing things that are epic fails, you know, but I really hope that the Letters in Ink blog podcast community can be a place where we all feel empowered to explore and share ideas and transform education for the digital age together. So thank you guys for joining me on this very quick introduction and I'll see you all in the next episode. All right, everyone. I want to know what is your main takeaway from this episode? Share this podcast on your Instagram stories and tag at letters underscore and ink or hit me up in my DMs. And don't forget to check out the blog post for this episode on lettersandinklog.com. And finally, please hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. I want to leave you all with one final thought. If there's anything that we have learned from the pandemic, it's that our notions of what education is are inequitable and ineffective for the needs of modern students. It's time to rethink and reimagine everything that we know about education. Together, we can transform classroom instruction for the digital age. Thanks for listening, and you see you guys next time.